Welcome, folks, to an Up on the Lookout podcast special. Joining me is a cast of characters and crew from our absolutely fantastic podcast series, Revelation F. The story of What If Freezer Turned Good, which I, in 2019, <laughs> poo-pooed to Hiffle and back, thinking it could never happen. And now we're here three years later and going like, well, certainly showed myself right there. But either way, <laughs> joining me is this time, because we talked to our heroes or neutral heroes of Chilai and Yamcha, this time we're with the villains or the antagonists yes exactly the antagonists so first off we of course have my trusty sidekick havarok as well as well as the legendary mucor yes hello i'm havarok and i cannot believe it's not (laughs) berter oh yeah that that always get that always gets me and then next of all we have our general magnet being Sophie B. Hello! <laughs> oh, grandiose, grandiose, and unless you've listened to the end of season two. <laughs> they love to hate me there. Oh, yeah. It takes, it takes a special actor to own it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, then of course we have our surprise fan favorite. Uh, we have our, we have little Fridgy! Greetings, everyone. Absolutely, that's a very respectful intro. <laughs> Wasn't a surprise to me. The moment I saw the moment I saw Fridge's design, I knew that yeah. they'd be a bit popular. Oh, surprise, so. maybe to you. I think <laughs> I, I I knew that there'd be some kind of reaction with the audience, but uh, we'll talk more about this later. But either way, it's just like that after that first episode thirteen, and then people were like, "Oh, oh, d- d- did that just happen?" Did I just make a character and I had no idea it would get that reaction? Oh, okay. All right. Let's roll with that. But of course, we have what may or may not turn out to be something more than just a random voice in a certain computer system. We, of course, have Dira, the first of the triad, played by Alex. Hello, everybody. Thank you very much. And uh, we were just talking about this off, off uh, recording that uh, we managed to recruit people from five different time zones uh into a thing so we're all in different parts of the world so we've managed to actually coordinate it we're all here so i think i think i think we all earn an adulting achievement like there should like adulting would be much more pleasurable if you have those little achievements you know popping up yes (laughs) yes absolutely Mm. so the main topic for today is that we'd like to just like talk to you all and just like get to know some of the characters and provide some extra tidbits that you might you might get or may not get from the main show and of course knowing have he'd love to dangle some extra tidbits um just to kind of like add some <laughs> extra curiosity and intrigue going forward is that because you are the one who spoils stuff on on, on live streams? <laughs> oh, no. Ooh, calling you out. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, well, it's just, it's, just oh, it's so exciting, and the reaction. I know. The people, I know. The people responding to things. It's just like it's so nice. It's so nice. But yeah, yeah. Audience interaction is always important. Yes. yes. 
so I think we'll we'll talk. <laughs> let's talk about. Uh, we'll go in order of introduction. So first off, we'll discuss the um, what originally turned out to be the comic foil of Trojan back in the day, General Magnet. So. <laughs> The the nomenclature of the Frigidarians, when I first came up with it, was mainly to do with things that you would find, you know, in a fridge, in a refrigerator. So there's magnets, because everyone's got, like, magnets stuck on their <laughs> fridge and stuff like that. So it's like that. So, you know, because for the longest time in season two, magnet was stuck on frigid for the longest time and how to deal with them. So it kind mm-hmm. of adds up in the end. Because you got then, you got um, Lieutenant Krishpa, as in the CRISPR drawer. <laughs> and then of course you've got Lord Frigid or Little Friggy, so there's always that. And then yeah. a chest freezer, as in Chester. So there are nice little kind of allusions to things that can keep your food and drink cool. So I do good. I do love the fun. I do love the fun that, that someone can have if they if they're trying to keep in line with, with, with Toriyama's na- naming conventions of I need I need a pun related to food or and or the kitchen <laughs> at this time yeah nobody nobody has figured out yet uh, dira's uh, pun n- naming convention with which makes us roll in glee because <laughs> we, we, we give so many hints in the comments people still didn't go to no not not <laughs> not quite we we changed yeah. the spelling a little bit but yeah you know that's all we're gonna say it will become clear in the fullness of time but for now We'd like to give people a few months to guess and speculate, you know, theorize. Mm. So having that moment just to kind of like try and bring some connections between that nomenclature, but it will become clear relatively soon. But yeah, so General Magnet started off as what (laughs) may be just the eccentric general and caretaker leader of the Frigidarian (laughs) Empire. I, I, and the Monty Python reference. Yes, exactly. That's where it all came from. The Monty Python illusions, as in, you know, you just have the great, you know, anything that Michael Palin or the likes could actually do. Just, a, you know, this rather ridiculous and stupid general, but sounds grandiose and really owns himself too much and really adores his lunches. That's the thing. Uh, it, it's basically how can we how can we turn that one scene from Holy Grail with the character of Brother Maynard talking about the and Holy Hand grenade and raised the hand grenade on high and said yes yes <laughs> we just need to find a way of like three shall be the number of the counting and the number of the counting shall be three yeah and I just love that addition of five is right out. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we loved Sophie's rendition of this voice. So, like, in original scripts, uh, Magnet was just a Frigidarian envoy. But, like, after recording, we were like, this has to be a character. Mm, this <laughs> this is, has to be a major character. This has to be what you think is going to be the the, the lead assistant of the yeah. what is going to be Frigid. And, well, uh, and Magnet, Magnet, Magnet tried. Magnet tried to raise that boy right, but... but... Uh, he 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 was just he he was too stubborn. <laughs> but then ultimately, when you find out at the end of season two, it turns out that it wasn't Magnet's fault after all. It was that blasted intern that did it, without even knowing it. So, I, I, when I was writing that other uh, finale script for, and I was just thinking, ooh, what can we have a little twist to kind of like 
make Magnet really full of fervor to realize that, ooh, there's something to this. So then I thought, well, any things for Magnet to latch on to, yes. to where he would think that it, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't his fault. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so go like, oh well, Jukai messed around with certain things. Let's make that important. So we ultimately have it where Jukai reset Frigid's personality and saved his life because with the way that they were overloading what Trojan had been and all the research from de- and data. Yeah, as Merlo set would have said, he'd have turned to slime. Frigid would basically have his mind melt upon, um, upon you know, upon coming out of the chamber. Which, which would have which would have been bad because then we wouldn't have gotten we wouldn't have gotten uh, uh, the 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 scene with Frigid wearing his little glasses and carrying his man purse. Oh yes, <laughs> as, they, as they go shopping for a new computer system. <laughs> it, 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 it's shopping gear. It, it's shopping gear. Absolutely. <laughs> I saw so many people who thought that that was such a cute little image, myself included. <laughs> that was actually Kaiju who does the thumbnails. He just came up with that on his own because I just gave him the brief of like, oh, Frigid is going shopping with Gavel, who, by the way, uh, is the uh, caretaker and lead auctioneer on planet Ebe, which is a, fa- a massive <laughs> auctioneer house in Cooler's um, sphere of influence <laughs> and empire where you can basically get anything and everything any and that- likeness to actual uh place is pretty <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's not intentional obviously wink no it's 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 <laughs> ebe not it's it's ebe not that other place that is also a bay <laughs> so is the uh it, do they have a rival faction called amazon nazamon well, nazamon nazamon yes that's yeah that. Yeah. That was a little extra addition because I think we actually did that. Um, have came up with it whilst we were recording with Sophie yeah. for that episode. It's like, hey, hey, boss, uh, let's add this to it. And then and, and it's like, oh, that's great. Why oh. did you make me French? <laughs> curiously enough, they have the, curiously, uh... I, it's not me. It's not, that wasn't me trying to do a French accent. Although somebody in one of our recent roundtable live streams thought you were French. And it's thought, oh, let's. Uh, it would spice this. It would spice the stream up the next time that you know the Frenchman and Masako disagreed that they punch each other in the face. And it's like I, that's a the Frenchman one. and Masako. It's like what? <laughs> I'm not being. You're not French. I know that. Sounds like a new sitcom. <laughs> the Frenchman and Masako. Masako and coming soon to Space Hulu. Oh. Now, see, the joke of the show is that the Frenchman is actually a Pollock, but nobody seems to realize this. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the, the, the point was, though, is, and indeed, Alex, you are correct. We, we are having plenty of allusions to... I'll stop it, have. <laughs> no, no, allusions no. to... For, for those of you in the chat that can't see it, have has changed his um, screen name to not a Frenchman. <laughs> don't worry we know that have i can i will just say i will say that that have originates from poland not from france there Thank you go you. there Thank you me. go all is well now. it's the place it's the place that the witcher's from guys <laughs> it's not that hard <laughs> but either way yes there will be plenty of illusions in future seasons to other places where you might be able to purchase goods maybe <laughs> We, it depends on how far we want to go down that rabbit hole, but we shall see. <laughs> we shall definitely see. But either way, yes, correct, Alex. There are many other places that we will allude to. But Magnet, over the course of season two, 
basically goes through this crisis of like everything that Trojan had been building him up toward to nurture this brand new version, the ultimate creation of all that's gone before him. And then he turns out to be a nice guy and wanting <laughs> to learn. And he's been told, you got to read all these books about ruling an empire. And Philly actually gave me a couple of ideas about this to further imply that, you know, family is very important. And once I find out, of course, about Moraine and Drumlin, we'll talk more about them later when we talk to Rich about Frigid, is that, well, I view them more importantly than I do for you because you are not my family. So mm -hmm. it's sort of like that. Even though, even though I would say there is a hint of that deep inside, uh, Frigid may have a soft spot for Magnet, and one of the reasons why he didn't kill kill yes. him, which we will discuss, is that really, despite of everything, Magnet is the closest of a father figure that that Frigid has. Really, which oh dear, that poor boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, of course, absolutely. Uh, yeah, no, the, the, we did make it very important to not have Frigid downing on Magnet in every single episode. It yeah. starts, it starts off like Frigid trying to be nice and you know playing along, and it slowly gets worse and worse over the season. Like, well, yeah, especially since, patience, especially since Magnet, because because his most successful period as as a and as an administrator for the Frigidarians was under Trojan. Because I kind of I kind of envisioned that as why, despite the fact that Trojan was such a such a sort of uh, one one dimensional in the sense that they were very very much just 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 evil for the sake of evil sort of sort of situation. Uh, uh, the reason why Magnet is so diehard, like in favor of that, the memory of that version of the Frigidarian Empire's like like leadership, is just because like it was the point in his in his life at which he had the most the most leeway and most power as an administrator and the most like respect. Although respect is a respect is a is a bit of a. a, a, a uh, it has a bit of a, a double meaning there, since since Trojan was Trojan was very clearly laughing at him the whole time with stuff like the the voice but, mandate. And stuff like let's that. say to not spoil to not spoil you know a script <laughs> that I'm currently writing. Um, mm. uh, TLDR uh, to not to not spoil too much like frigid. It like Trojan knew how to push uh, magnets buttons. And <laughs> and he knew how to uh, how to utilize his particular talents to do like things that were kind of scary, but <laughs> Magnet has this thing uh, that uh, even though he has a lot of you know very bad um, very bad traits, uh, Magnet is that kind of character that needs to feel useful. Yeah. Yes. And 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 I think. I think that was a uh, over the course of this this season we really I really wanted to try and and stress the fact that like from from his point of view magnet magnet was looking at it as a, as a, as a sort of legacy thing where he's just like I I have I have to get this right or else or else my entire reason for existing is 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 uh, uh irrelevant 
because because that I would I would just be a failure. <laughs> yeah, well, fortunately though, uh, it, things do come around in the fullness of time. So as mm-hmm. we see with Magnet, is that he does eventually find out that he didn't let Trojan down. He was emboldened, but then ultimately, he then started to uh, be swayed by a certain mm, malodious entity, let's just say, which brings us around quite nicely to Alex with Dira. So... A certain smooth-talking entity. Yes. Well, it doesn't. it's not quite smooth-talking once you fight, first meet them. As in, Dira is not one single mm-hmm. person or entity, but a collective. Note yeah. how we say the first-person uh, first pronoun, as in we. There's always yeah. like that. Yes, Something yes, I yes. always forgot when we were writing, well, I was writing, you see what I did there? I did the we and I. I got that confused. <laughs> I was, yep. that, that's funny because it's part of the story because I forget I and we. But then I did we and I. There you go. That makes it funny. There you go. <laughs> in practice. <laughs> but in any case, um, Dira was something that, because uh, originally I wanted to like have in season one, when we were writing season one, I just had that Shiraz was just a very smart Alec, but very unique computer system. But then when we were developing season two, Hav came up with the idea of then adding some extra nuggets of information for it. And then eventually came up with the idea of the triad. And it was like, ooh, ooh. Because we sort of had this... um thing in R&R where we had Ranch, Trunks, and Goten where they were Pathos, Logos, and Ethos. And that was um, that was a really, really cool thing to have, that they were all they all three of them had their own place in that group. So mm-hmm. with um, just the idea of these ancient AIs with Vivac OS which just started off as just coming up with Vivac OS and the reason why it's called Vivac OS is Vivacious. As in, mm-hmm. you know, you just take out the I and U, so you get Vivac OS. And I do definitely want to do some analog horror stuff with Vivac yeah. OS. I think you could easily do some stuff with... We need. Yes, absolutely, with Dira in the background yeah. or something like that. Just kind of like, just, we need to play on that. We need to play on that with the audience, absolutely. We need <clears> to have <throat> ourselves a thallus in here, people. Yeah. yeah. And, and we have to tell you, like... Alex's recording sessions are one of the most entertaining recording sessions we ever did. Oh my god! Oh, the range, I, I, of, the, the range of this boy. Oh my god! I, I will, I will, I will admit that that Thank that. You. Uh, uh, I was I was a little bit I was a little bit bummed that that I didn't get to have a joint recording session for my magnet uh, interactions with Dira, if only just because I was like, I, I, I'm sure that the recording sessions with Alex are probably a blast. So now you've just confirmed it for me. And, <laughs> and now I'm sad. <laughs> uh, we can do it for your centric episode. We may think about this. Yeah, we might do that, actually. For... Let's just see how that all works in the future. Yeah, there you, there you go. Kind of that's, that's how things get done. Things yeah. get done like that, just by through conversations. Boom, there you go. But... <laughs> Either way, we um, we want to have with Dira just this idea of a computer system that is broken but learning and evolving very quickly. So you go from episode seven of season two, where he is very frag—well, they are very fragmented. Yeah. 
the, as this collective mm-hmm. and you think oh it's just a one and done thing like oh you they like a doctor who episode where they go to a random place and the computer's gone do lally and it's like oh okay that's that and then you go oh no wait it's stalking them it's stalking them <laughs> and what could happen and then of course he makes an entrance and then ultimately finds magnet and essentially this is our equivalent of barbody capturing margin vegeta as in just like <laughs> Dira in the form of Barbady takes over Magnet's Vegeta. And we all know how that turned out. I think I think some of the fans might might take umbrage with, with Magnet being compared to Vegeta. <laughs> Vegeta. Margin Vegeta. Margin Vegeta. There's a difference. Margin Vegeta is forever awesome. Fortunately. So when in doubt, when you're in doubt with the discussion about Vegeta, just add margin to the start of it and then everyone will agree. It's not the Vegeta part. I think they take umbrage. It's the comparison of Vegeta of of Magnet to Vegeta. <laughs> oh no! Just in the case of Barbady, uh, the, the the agreement and the understanding. Fans are like, not understanding. Well, <laughs> like, how dare you, Moss? <laughs> oh yes, I unsubscribe. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking through the comments uh, of the finale. You know, all the way that we are talking, and like, th- there are three constants in the comments from the f- finale. One is like everyone feels bad for Frigid. Two, everyone yeah, is mad at mad at Magnet, but but at the same time lo- lo- love the voice. And three, there are few people that have crush on Alex's voice. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, being able, be, be, being being the uh, being the 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 the, the um, fandom community, whatever de facto voice of of Spamton kind of kind of gave gave some cred for that already just because for some reason Spamton uh, yeah. is one of those characters that people have a, a strange sort of attraction to <laughs> now it's probably the carrying Tumblr over the sexy man so to speak <laughs> <laughs> of 2022 because back in the day it would have been it would have been Benedict Cumberbatch and Martin Freeman so you're in good company there Alex <laughs> well at least I'm not the one slur uh, I don't think I don't think anything is going to be bad as t- as bad as Tumblr one slur fandom was. <laughs> oh, well. In any case, there there was a hugely positive reaction to yeah. Dira, yeah. and the main thing we wanted I'm actually to actually look up the folks, comments right now. So yeah, now I always I always tell people whenever they're being debuted in in a brand new episode when they're like all the episodes come out bask in the afterglow, my friend bask in it <laughs> just enjoy the comments because more often than not like 99 percent of the time people just like adore whatever happens it's just like boom it's always great <laughs> but spamton was not the reason why we contacted you i did it, it was oh. that got me on your radar yeah but then we um have and i we were discussing like w- what did we want to do with dira so have what was yeah. the main inspiration for dira yeah, so like we we created Dira like way, like we thought about Dira way before Undertale Chapter Two was. I mean, we were we were looking for a very like really wide range and somebody that could you know that that could go from cold and calculated to absolutely manic in two words and not even stutter, you know. Exactly. Some of the inspirations, like 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 some of the inspirations I have initially was like 
for all of you, of you Fallout players there, like your interaction with Master when you have those distorted voices around. Mm-hmm. You know, that entity uh, mm-hmm. composed... Shodan, perhaps, about, if you're familiar with yeah, System Shock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Shodan exactly. Or, or the Master from Fallout. Yeah. Oh, that's a good example. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. No, exactly. So, just uh, not not the spam turn. Although that does that does come up, but that wasn't our main inspiration. So we were we were we were trying to like delve deep into classic corrupt AI. And you know, and you know, it's it, it it's hard not to run away from it. But like, but but like like come come on, people! If you are saying that you know Alex is just just spam, you are undercutting this guy's talents. Like, come on! Indeed, I I one hundred percent agree. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I was able to do some very, very different kinds of takes in these. Like, like getting to be like, like really digging deep into like the sinister, like malevolently so. Like, Spamton's manipulative, but like he's very, very rarely like out for blood, except maybe in the Snowgrave route. Yeah. Mm hmm. Dira, I could feel like a lot of like force and like intimidation, like active. One of the things we were doing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like um, one of the big comparisons was actually more Palpatine. When we were doing this. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, ultimately, instead of just like, you know, eventually it'll just get to the point where Dira just go, I am the Senate. It's like, <laughs> but no, but the, the, the main standout thing was like, I am the Senate. Well, there you go. We might, we're we're going to have to do that now in some way. But in any case, oh, it was the. We'll, it was we'll the have to have it. Oh, Dira Lord. Oh, ah. <laughs> But in episode <laughs> seven of season two, so it's the first time where Captain F and Dira meet, and it's just like they want to leave, and Dira is just like, "Why must you tire a try against us?" And then he brings out the whole thing about Shigarian slave labor, and that rattles Frieza because there are so many times in this series where people just go, "Oh, well, Frieza could just punch them, and then the episode's over." It's like, no, we need to try and find other ways of bringing Frieza down yeah. a peg or two. And that was like just that moment of how do you know that? It's just yeah. I just uh, that moment of vulnerability and like what? And then just <laughs> he has something on him. Challenges with Dira, like we wanted a, a villain that would be cerebral because like Frieza is powerful in physical form. He's also very cunning, so we needed a cerebral cerebral villain that can get those characters on mental level. Let's say exactly. And I must, yeah, I must say, like, like mine and a lot of commenters' favorite moment from from the from uh, Dira Magnet interaction is is that little trust me, it is the right <laughs> It is it's the right so great. Trust me. Ah, he said it. Yeah, yeah. he said the thing. The thing. He said the thing. Yeah, and. <laughs> Over the course of the series, uh, Dira's voice will adapt and evolve. Yeah. So for those of people that thought it was a little bit difficult to decipher, it will improve and become more coherent in time as Dira does evolve and improve. And it, I, I will find it was very funny when eventually I... Because we, we had it in episode 12 where Dira's pretending to be Shiraz. So basically trying to emulate my wife. 
And, uh, yes. <laughs> there is a, there there is is a, a recording that exists. Yeah, there, there is. There is the original recordings. You can hear a little bit of Alex in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then there's just a bit, and then I had to kind of like trim and like piece together the things I recorded yeah. with Philly. And then I yeah. had that kind of like, um, it's just this random bit of noise that comes in. And I'm thinking, I want this to be a moment where if this came into your, on your phone and like, yeah, this is like, you heard this and it just suddenly, abru- it's abruptly started and abruptly ended. And it'd be like, what? It'd be enough to unsettle <laughs> you. Just like that, yeah. that re that constant reverb, you know, just like the stronger than it's just like it's like it's this weird sound space of Dira trying to simulate Shiraz's voice, but it doesn't quite work. But it sounds freaky as hell, so it does work in a way. Very yeah. so, one of one of the coolest things we can do with Dira because like I did some of the audio editing and I had a lot of fun with that. Was that uh, some of like the vo- voice tracks of Dira? go only in one in one headphone that's why the best yes. way to oh. interact with dira is is headphone yeah. and i tested that on my friend so and, and i noticed that at at the very precise moment they turned to the right as there was something on their shoulder so it worked surround <laughs> yeah mm. yeah that that just makes me very happy as like mixing is it's a delight to do, isn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah. I love yeah. panning from the left to the right as well. I've done a few like soundscapes with that. Oh, yeah, yeah no doubt. It, it can make all the difference. Like you feel like you know, in in Dura's case, like the characters entangling you are like you know, gently like like the devil on your shoulder. Yeah, no, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did in DBZA with uh, with Piccolo, where they had Nail and Kami inside yeah. of them. Nail oh, was yeah. in the left channel, and Kami was on the right channel. So it kind of like you can really play along really well when you have yeah. like two different channels. So it's really really cool. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very simple, but like it makes such a big difference. Mm, absolutely, absolutely. So I think the next thing to do is to move on to the main event, as in what you thought was going to be the big bad, but turned out to be a cinnamon roll. Turned out to be the biggest cinnamon roll. Oh, yeah, the best I, cinnamon roll. And the, the, the most unexpected, the, and this would be, as I would say, unexpected item in bagging area. As, <laughs> as in like, that was, that was for me, it was just, that was like thing of like, wow. Uh, just the, the whole of like, the, from the Bill Wirtz history of the world thing. It's like, wow, that worked. It's like just, <laughs> just like, but it's frigid. Well, played by, play, played by, of course, our Piccolo and Bardock from r and Richard. That's right. Absolutely, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, of course, with Frigid. Oh, this one, I, I, I absolutely loved how it, how Frigid came out. And at first, it, I, I, I wanted to be that jerk in season one where you end it as soon as Frigid says one line as, "What are we going to do with you?" brother we intentionally made it that way where yes. it's like we gave it like a, a creepier vibe like yes. oh man we we don't know what's gonna happen in season two but it leads you into thinking something and then we just completely go the other direction like yes no, no actually exactly quite. and then i got it even took magnet yeah. by surprise yeah it, it, well it got it got inspiration from uh the sequel to 2001 a space odyssey for those mm-hmm. of you there is a sequel 2010 the year we made contact where mm-hmm. um I won't I won't spoil it too much because you really should see it. 
It's a re- it's it's a very it's nowhere near as like iconic as Stanley Kubrick's classic, but it's a Remember very very good. it's a very good mid eighties sci fi film. It's a worthy sequel. Hmm. It's it's worth it's worth your time, and also it's always really cool to see Helen Mirren playing a cosmonaut. It's always really good. <laughs> young Helen Mirren, Helen Mirren and John Lithgow in there as well, and oh. Talos and Jaffe who vo- who directs the Helsing dubs in it, playing a ten year old kid. So, oh wow! Yeah, no, there is some, wow. He yeah. was in 2010. Yeah, he was in 2010. He played oh um oh the uh, Doctor Floyd's son. Oh my god! Wow, yeah. Talos and Jaffe, that guy. Damn, he worked with Roy Scheider. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, he was only a wow, little child wow. back then, but like, yeah, yeah. that's triv- that's my trivia for the day. Absolutely. And they had to rebuild all, right. all the sets because Kubrick destroyed them all. So they had to rebuild oh, it all from the ground up. Me. But yeah, either way, there is there oh, is this, Kubrick. There is this interaction right at the end, which is probably one of the biggest twists probably in the mid-80s of what would expect to happen. And it's just this kind of like wondering of like, I cannot explain what's going on and all this stuff. And it's frigid piecing things together as in like, I don't know why you're here and why I'm supposed to kill you. I, I, I don't know. Like this, this, this character who has no idea why he exists and what he's meant to do. And all the while, Magnet's just like screaming as in like, you have the power <laughs> to kill him! Kill him before! Is it like, just a beast? Who are you? Yeah, actually, are you my daddy? Why are you, why are you screaming? <laughs> Basically, yeah. So, but Bridget um, freezes just like, <laughs> oh, goodness, this is honey oh i wish i had my appendages on me (laughs) but either way so frigid starts off as this blank slate as in like yeah i found it really funny in the comments like freezer goes oh i'm not going to teach you things and then 10 seconds later i will teach you one thing (laughs) as in that but even then it was just that one basic thing of like remember who as in this is the mufasa simba remember who you are <laughs> yeah. and also, this, is, this, this is this is a very phrase I think to say. Oh, I'm not going to do this, and but I will. Don't, don't, but I will I, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's, it it sets frigid down the path of okay. Well, I'm meant to rule things, so I, I'll figure this out. Mm. Uh, but one thing I want to do is not be like Trojan. I will show them my own way. So you think at the end of episode one, it's like oh. Oh, he's going to be his own person. Ooh. And then things <laughs> improve all the more when Moraine and Drumling come into the mix after, yes. after Frigid's learned about family being important. And like, granted, Just- at first you think Moraine and Drumlin are going to be, oh, they are dum-dums. And admittedly, whenever I record with Stan for Drumlin, there's always laughter. He's, <laughs> he's gone on record to tell me this is probably one, it's probably one of the funnest recording sessions he ever does. As in, like, it's just... I, I, I love them. I mm. love them it very, just comes very off much. That, exactly, that's what I wanted to do. It's an okay... Alex also, also had a chance of doing drum, drum, drum. It's like, drum, <laughs> drum, drum, drum. <laughs> that's the thing. So it's just whenever yeah. Drumlin's off and he's happy, instead of just, like, humming, he just goes, drum, 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 drum. <laughs> but either way, they have their own personalities. But Frigid can see that, yeah, they're simple, but they're not stupid. And as we say at the end of season two, no, they're, they're not. If, if they're hyper-focused, as in, like, they are neurodivergent in some way. As in, like, if you give them something to do, one, just one thing at a time, they will do it well. 
They will do it very, very yeah. well. It's just, you, you just don't overload them, okay? But if you give them things and then give them some proper guidance, then it all works out. But a leader needs to be capable of multitasking, which is why they are failures. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so, well, at least we're still on the ship. <laughs> 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 but yeah, the the thing and the thing is all the the thing I, I want to really bring up is that throughout the entire season, even though Frigid becomes their leader, they still respect Magnet. They still go, "Oh, sorry, old boss." As in, like, she totally doesn't deserve. But yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah. but I do I do love I do love that aspect of them that that, yeah. that, that they're even willing to. They still feel bad for him. So, yeah, yeah, they they don't hate anybody except the yeah. person that killed Mutone. Yeah. Would she find yeah. out who it was? It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, but yeah, that's so. Uh, but we'll get to that right now, actually. So the first, like, because by episode eight, Frigid sort of knows who he is, but doesn't really know the power that he has. Because his first form is as powerful as Trojan's final form. As in, like, he you know, is, that, he is strong, and that's exactly what I love about that episode. Uh, it's exploring. Yeah what he can do and and he's not yeah. confident with himself and mm. and you know it's it, he's his brothers are actually teaching him you know to be more confident and yeah. and do things you know like uh, you know they're not simple they're uh, like you said you know they're <laughs> they're smarter than they appear and yeah. you know he really respects his brothers and respects family like Vin Diesel or something uh, absolutely <laughs> absolutely there's a lot of yeah. there's a lot of family in season 2 like incidentally a lot of like family yeah. like oh with like <laughs> Um, the moment when I, I have it, when I wrote in episode five with, uh, Nier and Chilai, where basically yeah. Chilai said, I will not let you hurt me or my family. And it breaks <laughs> Nier as in like, oh my God, I have been searching and trying to bring back my family. And yet you call them your family. My breaks. <laughs> so the baddie. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. But then, uh, but then on, on a uh, TV tropes, uh, they basically call uh, a freezer jerk ass has a point trope yeah. as in like, as in like, no, wait, no, no. Niera does have a point. No, no, no. Freezer is bad. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, it, to, 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 to those of you who don't know, we have our own TV tropes page, which is, oh, we do. I check it. I check, check it at yeah. the end of every episode to see what's been added. And I'm yeah, thinking, yeah, oh, same, that's great. Same, same. Uh, yeah, I do. That's our little, that's our I little no idea. Yeah, yeah, me neither. But yeah, no, it's yeah. great. It's really, really good. And, uh, awesome. but with Frigid at the end of that episode, he finds out that they had a sister as in like, yeah, Mutune. Sister. As in, like, Magnets. Drumlin, Moraine, and Namutane. They are derived from the re remnants of glaciers and rock formations. Yeah. And, and that was an idea, really again, cool from my wife, Philly, who is a biology teacher, so she's very smart. Yeah. Um, very, very yeah. I did not catch on Namutane. Yeah, incidentally, <laughs> she suggested for the next episode that, yeah, we bring on Shiraz and we do a, a Revelation F quiz. Ooh. Yeah, that could be fun. That could right. be fun. But yeah. So at the end of that episode, he then he, he he gains the ability to use his powers properly. So he gains another facet. And then, of course, when in, on planet Ebe, he then discovers the idea of bargaining and bartering and all that stuff and discovers <laughs> Merlot, who is the brother or brethren operating system of Shiraz. And Dira. And, and Dira, of course. But at, at, but at, when we first meet them, it's not quite sure about Dira's identity. So we yep. don't know whether they're connected, but we do find out they are of sorts. Yep. And we'll find out more in season three. 
But Frigid's building up his posse. And I wanted to have it as in like, he does all the things and he even befriends Cooler, who is very hard to impress. And Cooler's been through a lot. If you go through yeah. to the original What If series, <laughs> Trojan was a sadist and yeah. beat Cooler half to death, testing out his second form on Cooler. So it yeah. was like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so basically Cooler has bad memories. Uh, so... <laughs> When when it seemed like Tro- uh, that Frigid was no better than Trojan, he quickly was like, "No, no, 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 okay, no, we're at war, we're at war." As in, like PTSD yeah. triggered. Yeah. I am, yeah, I'm exactly. Yeah. Because people were suddenly going, "Wow, they're really stupid." They just went to war like that. They've been through a lot. So with so many, I yeah. saw so many people There's who were like, here. "Why aren't they giving this sweet child the benefit of the doubt?" <laughs> yeah, because because again, like they don't know. Uh, this character as well as you guys do like like mm. you <laughs> audience knew how pure frigid is they don't yeah no free the last time freezer met frigid is when he let him go and cooler has only talked to him a couple of times on a speaker so well, to be perfectly fair it's not like the people that we've met from frieza's frieza's race over the course of the over the course of the series have been portrayed as anything other than sort of the classic the classic D and D trope of always chaotic evil or yeah, whatever, you know. Exactly. So, no, exactly, <laughs> absolutely. So, we, I wanted to have it in a way where, you know, Fridge is like learning these things and he's so happy about what he's achieved, but then it gets taken all away from him. So he then he just he just loses the his entire world is taken away from him for, because of Magnet and Dira. And Richard's uh, performance of those emotions is, yes. is just outstanding. Like the, mm-hmm. the breakdown, it's, it's really powerful. Just the moment when you just hear, you know, Magda goes, "In the name of Lord Trojan," Fridges comes, ah, "You <laughs> just, just, just," and then it goes just off on build one. up. And yeah. then <sighs> there were people going like, "Well, why didn't he just kill Magnet?" It's like, well, then that would be him just stooping down to Trojan. That, that would be yeah. him. Yeah. That would if be he, him making making the point that he needs to be, you know, proving Magnet's yeah. point that he needs to be more yeah. like Trojan to get yeah. stuff done. Which at that yeah. point he would he would absolutely yeah. not. If Magnet, he would abs- yeah. uh, doesn't want to. Magnet to win. For example, if <laughs> Magnet was killed, as in like you could easily have it where Magnet's going like, you see, <laughs> you are and always will be. <laughs> but, but, it's just like we need as, a like Darth Vader, like no, no! <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I'm afraid that in your anger, you've you proven my me. point. You yes. killed me. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> you killed me both physically and and in and in terms of humor. Like why kill why kill Magnet when the uh, when Dira is going to have so much fun with this character? Oh yes, season You guys, you guys absolutely put him through the ringer. I will say. Oh yes, but the thing is though is that the audience are still by his side, and Frigid will do a lot of soul searching this coming season. Yeah, Yeah. sure. Looking forward to that. Mm, Looking forward to his arc. I I will say too, like um. You know, I was I was actually quite nervous um, doing trying to do this character justice. So early on, when he's a bit of a blank slate, it 
it kind of mirrors how I approach the character as well, because I'm like, I don't really know a whole lot about this character, just like the audience. We're finding him. We're trying to feel him out, see what he's about. And then we learn with each episode um, what mm. he, what his what he can do, you know, and like I learn different you know facets of his character, and you know, family is very important to him, and 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 it even changed how I see Frigid and how I played him, because yeah. I mean, obviously, when he when he first cast me, I was like, okay, I I, I wonder what I'm gonna do here, and you're trying to workshop it. It was quite working with my head, but once I got your direction, I'm like, oh, okay, he's just kind of like start where one and just just do it that way you know and, and yeah slowly slowly we'll build a character and you know this development oh, yeah. is really 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 interesting on of of how much went out from your uh, performance because uh like initially frigid was a little bit condescending towards his brothers but that changed mm-hmm. so this 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 relationship also evolved a little bit you know like because he kind of, he kind of tries to, he is tiny bit condescending in their first meeting. It changes, especially at the end. But mm-hmm. there is a little arc, uh, the, the little you know character arc there as well. Yeah. So. <clears throat> mm. Yeah. No, absolutely. I think uh, uh, one of the one of the funnest aspects of 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 experiencing this character from a position like um my position as the role of of magnet is is trying to get into the headspace of 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 blaming this 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 poor poor innocent blank slate bab for anything uh is very very hard but but like uh uh when when you've done such a great job with this with this character and making them likable and relatable as far as just being like okay well i need to i need to learn and when you think about it like that really is that really is the 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 aspect of being a leader that 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 he should be focusing on but magnet is so intent on crafting him into this carbon copy of the of of the um the the guy who was in charge when magnet was sort of at his most respected that he ignores the fact that, 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 um, that frigid actually wants to be like a good emperor, you know, a good leader. And, uh, I think you really managed to, you really managed to, uh, uh, encapsulate all of those aspects of the character with your performance. So just, you did a fantastic job there. I appreciate that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's great and we appreciate you all for being here because i think yeah. with this we'll that about wraps up our musings about revelation f and its villains i'm pretty sure we'll have you all again back on the podcast sometime sooner or later as the series progresses okay. for certain topics so thank you all for your time maybe cheeky plugs and us. cheeky plugs yeah. if anyone would, has anything they would like to share and convey with the audience now is your time <laughs> Uh, I'll start with my YouTube channel. It's just Alex Roshan. You'll, I mean, you'll likely have it autocorrect to Alex Roshan Spampton. So <laughs> that'll be an easy way to do it. But it's not all I do. Sometimes I make tier lists of stuff. I, I've made like a few silly little like 
few second long memes that you can share forum weapons, I guess you could call them. Uh, <laughs> um, and you can follow me on Twitter at Alex Roshan VA. Fantastic. Uh, similarly, uh, you could just follow me on Twitter. I am R Barsanas uh, V O. Um, and uh, pl- plugs, plugs. I mean, we are doing more uh, Prince of Tennis dubs, so like I am two, two supporting characters in that, and be on the lookout for more of that. And yeah, uh, that's all I have right, uh, at the moment. Uh, I, I I am a recluse and <laughs> and 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 busy with with doing the ordinary standard adulting sort of stuff so uh while i do have a youtube channel it hasn't been updated in several years so you don't you don't have to worry about going over there um if you do want to check out a couple of the videos that i do still have on there um for uh it's it's sophie b powerhouse and um they were a couple of um a couple of uh dragon ball what if videos and stuff like that uh but uh apart from that pretty much just you know sub su- like comment subscribe to Masako's channel and and uh watch and and enjoy Masako's content over on Masa's channel i help i help out on occasion over there um, most notably for the the, the Dell and what and chichi what if certainly <laughs> yeah and Kali please do and Kalifla. <laughs> yes have our later our, la- such our latest in terms of directing and editing and acting yes. so just yes Please right subscribe to to Moscow X's YouTube channel if you oh. haven't done so already. Oh, thanks. Please, thanks, folks. Please thanks, folks. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> that about wraps things up, folks. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Join us next Yee. time for our regular podcast things, as well as, of course, tune in to Revelation F Season 3, which we hope to have out in September, maybe October. Depends on how inspired we are for season three but you will be getting it this year <laughs> so either way folks also stay tuned for like a big announcement yes Ooh. of course there's something else not just the full season video something else as well yeah. either way yep. that about wraps things up folks take care and all of you stay safe bye-bye oh, wow. bye bye everyone